0: to the Batman Universe commentaries, brought to you by the BatmanUniverse.net. Join the staff of the Batman Universe as we watch another exciting
1: incarnation of the Cape Crusader from his extensive media library. I'm your host Dustin and today we have with us
0: It's Apple This is Nick
1: We're bringing you the commentary for Be- uh, And we're bringing the commentary for Dark Knight Not Batman Begins So let's first start off with like we always do um, What do we expect from this movie Since we've seen it probably so many times within the last year
0: um, This movie was bittersweet leading up to it because uh, this was the first movie uh, that my father was not going to be able to watch with me, and every Batman film that ever came out, even Batman and Robin, uh, was uh, he always attended with me? But he had just passed away in April before the movie came out, and so that's why Dark Knight's a bittersweet thing for me. And actually, our one, our last, one of our last conversations was about Heath Ledger's Joker, and how is it, how is it going to be? And it's just one of those funny things i always remember. So Dark Knight has a little different meaning for me. But, uh, man, the film blew me just away. It just blew me away.
2: Yeah, I remember I was so excited for this film. I must have seen the trailer thousands of times and uh, was really getting excited about it. And it's funny when you look back at it about people being a bit concerned about Heath Ledger being the Joker because a lot of people, including me, when they first heard it, they were sort of, oh, no, really? That sounds like a bad decision. And then I remember when I first saw the the main trailer, I thought, do you know what? I think they've got it right. And just from that trailer, I really knew we were going to get a really special film, and it is a very special film. As, we, as we've said on all these commentaries, 89 and the uh, Adam West film – They're they're very special to me, too, and this one is up there with them. Technically, yeah, it's a better film, but uh, I I love those three, and this one was good enough to get into that group of films for me.
1: The one thing that I enjoyed so much about this movie was before it was even released, the hype for it was so incredibly insane. Um, Apple has talked about the hype for 89 numerous times. I was old enough to really see the hype for 89 but i mean like the hype for the dark knight was insane i remember i mean the viral marketing was that's a whole nother story i mean the viral marketing was amazing that that was so much fun to participate in and be able to have special previews that other people didn't that was awesome but the hype for it i mean i remember the day going to the movie theater and absolutely seeing it packed i mean i remember People that I had no idea would even want to go see the movie were talking about it at work, going on and on about it. I ended up seeing uh, the Midnight release with about four other people that I worked with and that was just amazing there. I mean they had two theaters designated for it that had to open two more theaters to accommodate for all the people there. It was jam-packed. It was exactly the way a Midnight release should be. It was amazing. So overall I mean Going into Before I even saw the film, uh, I was super hyped about it. But then when I saw it, obviously, I think I saw it that weekend that it came out probably three or four times once in IMAX. And I drove all the way, I drove two hours to the nearest IMAX just to see it in IMAX. And my buddy, um, who I went and saw it with at the midnight release, he actually told me, well, he kind of got annoyed with me because I watched the trailer like Nick so many times that... There was when they were playing the clips. I knew exactly what they were saying and like repeating word from word what they were saying as they were saying it, which was annoying for him but super cool for me. But
2: <laughs> so the- I also I saw this film in IMAX. That was the first time I actually saw it. I went to IMAX on the opening night, and IMAX was just incredible. And the actual skyscraper shots and stuff. When we get to these specific shots, I'll mention them, but you actually, I actually felt dizzy and stuff. I'd never really seen a film in proper IMAX before, and it really, really blew me away and, and was a big contributing factor in why I love this film so much.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good point too. Yeah, man. I, IMAX over here was just... I, I have never seen my IMAX theater that packed, like where people were having a park at another shopping center just to come over to try to get into the movies. That was crazy.
2: I mean, yeah, and if you hadn't booked, I think like the, f- the whole first week was all booked out, you know, sold yeah, out with exactly. Dark Knight.
1: Exactly. The uh, theater that I went to, I specifically bought my tickets like three weeks in advance for the IMAX theater, and I went there to pick up my tickets, and there were so many people in line waiting for the tickets, but they were s- completely sold out. They had two IMAX screens, both of them were showing the Dark Knight, and it was jam-packed. I mean, I got there probably an hour and a half ahead of time. And it did not make a difference because as soon as the one theater let out, the people flooded in and filled the seats. So, all right. Well, Apple, let's get started.
0: Okay. Well, everyone, go ahead and get your popcorn, get your nachos, get your sodas, get your uh, Twizzlers, and your gummy bears. And uh, let's get ready for the countdown.
1: All right. So we're going to do a quick pause and then we'll get started. All right everybody, so let's get started. Make sure your DVD player is queued up to 0000, not on the DVD menu, otherwise you're going to be a little off. And let's get started in 3 2 1 and let's hit play. Right off the bat, this music amazing.
2: I remember I was quite impressed by it. well, I remember when this just started with the titles, I was like just by the, the it was so quiet, I thought, wow, this is you know, this seems quite mature and we're, we're something a bit different, you know. A lot of superhero films start and bang, there's some action and something exciting's going on and there's explosions and everything going everywhere, but this was just quite a gentle start and then we got led into the, the whole joke a bit and that with the bank robbery and that was awesome.
1: I remember trying to find the bootleg version of the IMAX preview that came out with I Am Legend for these first couple minutes where they had the uh, bank robbery scene. Trying to find Mm. the bootleg version forever.
2: (laughs) I remember finding one eventually, but you could barely hear what they were saying.
1: Yep. And I gotta say, you know... You know, Joker's got his goons, but these goons, their masks, that's perfect. Instead of having face paint on their faces, the, the clown masks, that's just awesome. Yeah. I just love this music so much.
0: <laughs> you know, this, uh, I, I, I was just like, oh, like through the whole movies, I didn't, I didn't want to hear anybody like say anything. And I was just like, oh, wow, this is just like so cool.
1: What's really cool about this is that uh, they're giving like a backstory of the Joker without actually giving a backstory.
2: Which a lot of people were, well, some people were a bit concerned about, and I think it just speeds the film along. We don't we don't need to see a Joker origin story. We don't have to see an origin story for every single character that turns up, but for some reason quite a few people think we do nowadays, but... I think we can get on perfectly fine without it.
1: I thought it was awesome the way they did this uh you know they eliminate each other after they do their job.
0: Oh, I know. I thought that was like so cool like it's like a total setup.
1: Yeah. So that there's nobody left and nobody knew even nobody even knew that was going to be the case. Funny because if you listen to the, the goons' voices and match it with their mask, their mask it almost fits perfectly. Yeah. And this was supposed to be a recre—well, not a recreation, but it was supposed—they were trying to make this very similar to the uh, bank robbery scene that was in Heat. I remember hearing a lot about. Or a lot that Christopher Nolan was saying that he was he used heat as uh, his
0: inspiration, his, uh, right? Yeah, his right.
1: inspiration for this scene.
2: The bank looks quite similar.
0: I oh, by the was way, funny when it, that guy popped up. He goes, where did you learn how to count?"
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. By the way, any Prison Break fans out there? The uh, the bank manager is a. Uh, uh, what's his name in Prison Break? Uh, can't remember now. But anyway, he was—he's he's a big character in Prison Break. Prison Break. Mahone, that's it. Agent Mahone from Prison Break.
1: Yeah, he was also—I believe—he was in Heat, and that was why they got him in the movie. I don't know for sure, but I'm
0: pretty sure that's why they got him. All right. <laughs> I was like, man, that—that that guy by himself filled a lot of bags up.
2: <laughs> yeah. And you could tell everyone in the cinema was waiting for that reveal of Heath Ledger's yeah, Joker. Exactly. They were all waiting yeah. to see his face.
1: The other thing, we're going to point out some trivia stuff here, but uh, if you look at the license plate on the bus, that actually is the same type of license plate, that, uh same color that uh, I, Illinois uses.
0: They just had them put Gotham on there?
1: Yep. Oh. I I still get chills watching this.
0: <laughs> I I love that when he just said what he just says stranger. I was like, "Oh wow." <laughs> but no, you no one thought that that was an actual grenade in his mouth, right? Everybody knew that that was a smoke like a smoke bomb.
1: Well, I thought it was a real
0: people,
2: grenade.
1: Some people know. I mean, like I know the shape is a
0: <laughs> it's, it's a smoke grenade, but yeah.
2: I remember seeing that and thinking, oh, my God, his head's going to blow off. And then he
0: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, I guess because, I, I don't know, maybe I just played too many shooter games and I don't know what this woke cat is, looks like, so I was just like, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> well, I think the average person who doesn't know the shape of particular grenades was sitting there going, what's going to happen?
0: Yeah. But it's like the practical joke part.
2: Yeah, and just the whole speed of this i mean in the space of about a minute we've learnt the mayor is, is is struggling with gotham we've learnt that gotham citizens are scared of batman we learned that the police have no idea who batman is we learn that gordon is uh you know he's a partner with Batman, and that was all in the space of a minute. And this, those, yep. that sequence is done so well.
1: Yep, because it all flows together perfectly.
2: Yeah, Nolan's really good at that, getting through the exposition quickly.
1: And it's perfect because it actually ties the the last movie together too, which is real cool.
0: Mm. Yeah, that that was the cool part. I like this guy. I don't know why I like this guy. He's just like, (laughs) he's just so cool. That's why we bring dogs.
2: (laughs) Isn't he just called the Russian in this, I think?
0: Oh, where the, the Joker refers to the other guy. He goes, where's the Italian?
3: Yeah.
2: By the way, what did you guys think of um Gotham Knight and the way it linked Batman Begins and Dark Knight? Do you think it worked or
1: No, I honestly in my opinion I don't think it did. I mean, it was cool they had like a couple little things here and there.
2: But, mm, like um, like the Russian and Moroni appeared in Gotham Knight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it didn't do a I mean, it was it was okay, but basically you could have it couldn't it didn't have to be there, you know? didn't add a lot is what I'm saying
0: yeah
1: and what's really cool is like they, they they worked that vital marketing like perfectly so that there was a bunch of sequences that happened in between that tie in exactly to what this is
0: right like the bride dog the uh, citizens yeah. for batman
1: I love when it says intimidate
0: <laughs> that was tight when that music just kicks in yeah mm.
1: the other thing that was really cool is like they show him bending the uh they show him bending the uh the barrel of the gun gun, but at the same time it's not like he bent it because he's got superpowers they actually show the machine that does it yeah and I don't know if you noticed it but it looks like Scarecrow has a uh, noose around his neck kind of like the animated series animated yeah
2: yeah because he didn't have that in Batman Begins
1: did he yeah and he didn't have that in the comics for quite some time
0: I like how the the other guys that try to be Batman they'd like put ears through like a a ski cap yeah <laughs> I thought that was kinda yeah. funny <laughs> I would love to see Cillian Murphy if if they would bring him back in Batman 3 I think he's a good actor mm
2: mm-hmm. I love that bit when that guy says what's the, what's the difference between you and me I, I think the difference is Christian Bale spent a bit more time in the gym <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> that and their voices yeah I find it hilarious how Batman just appears
0: <laughs> yeah and like there were cops like right there yeah.
1: And when you look at this back costume, you really, like, you just, like, in my opinion, it's like, uh, it needs to change. Yeah. And if you notice, like, the thing right below his towel, he's got, like, these speakers, it's almost as if that's what's making his voice change.
3: Hmm. Ah,
1: typical Alfred moment. Yeah, he's
2: like <sighs> Yeah, you see those all the time in the comics, don't you? Yep. Now I must admit I was a bit gutted that there wasn't a back cove. Yeah. Just because um of what they had said at the end of Batman Begins, they sort of hint that there might be one. I mean it's, it's understandable and it makes sense, but I was hoping for a Batcave.
1: I'm just hoping that by the time they do the third one they or the way they line up the story for the third one, it works perfectly so that there is a batcave.
0: Yeah, mm. where it gets back to the... I, li- I like I like I like this moment because uh, I'm a huge fan of Alex Ross. I love Alex Ross's stuff, and uh, the the picture that you know everyone's seen, where Bruce Wayne is looking and grabbing his back, and it's all cut up and everything. I think this is like a perfect tribute to that picture. You know, I wish I could have that, man, where I just have, like, my computers right there and then I have just my car right behind me. That (laughs) would be so cool. (laughs) And a butler. And a butler, yes. Yeah. With the same name as me, Alfred.
1: little like Alfred Quarks in there
2: yeah I mean they've really just expanded on the strengths they had in Batman Begins especially things like Alfred and Bruce's relationship and stuff like that it's just even stronger in this film
0: I like how they introduced the coin too, right here. I thought yep. that was pretty cool.
1: It was perfect yeah. how they they made it like they made it out to like you, like I honestly didn't know it was a two sided coin.
2: No, I thought that was really clever. Made me want to go back and watch it. You
1: know. Yeah, it
2: worked. Well, out when you went back to watch it the second time, you go, ah, oh, yeah. So he was doing that from the beginning.
0: Yeah. You know, and I, I like Eric Roberts in this role. You know, he's always seemed to be as a a, a class B actor, I guess you you could say, but he did a great job in this movie.
2: He gets a bit of uh, stick in this country because he played a character in a Doctor Who movie, and he was not very good at all. And so over in, over here, most people are like oh Eric Roberts. <laughs>
0: well some people over here are like that too
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I have to admit I thought he was great in this
1: <laughs> so if something like that that would happen in a courtroom everybody would hear about something like that
0: yeah and, you know, when, he, when honestly, when he pulled that out, I thought he was going to shoot him in the face and he already was going to be two-faced. Because when he, he got disfigured in a courtroom, you know, so yeah. I was like, oh, cool.
1: I mean, it was a different take on what happened. And obviously when we get to that point, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But, I mean, like, I, for a brief moment, I honestly thought it was going to happen, like, that quick.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That would have been rubbish. <laughs> Um, but it was nice to see that they, because I think Nolan's mentioned you know Long Halloween was an influence on this film, and it's nice to see he paid a bit of,
3: yeah,
2: paid a bit of respect to the comic book. And and yep. I mean we 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 there's no, we have no problem all three of us with Chris Nolan doing his own take. You know that's what uh, storytellers do, and so the fact that he doesn't copy Long Halloween, that's not a problem to us. It's just it's nice to know he's actually taking inspiration from it.
0: Exactly. Now does you're from Chicago, they added buildings right like whenever they go through uh, the background
1: no nah, they well, there are some buildings that they add like i' am th- pretty sure they took out this year's tower, so it didn't look like Chicago, but for the most part, a good majority of the buildings are Chicago, like the background right now that they're showing with behind dent that actually right. is Chicago, that's right off michigan uh the the Michigan River.
2: By the way, I think Aaron Eckhart was a fantastic choice for Harvey Dent. There's a lot to go through with Harvey Dent, not just when he turns into Two-Face, but all the build-up to it, and um, Aaron Eckhart was a fantastic actor and really worked very well.
0: Yeah. You know, um, Gary Oldman, man, he's just, like, he's what I saw as Commissioner Gordon, and, I mean, the casting is, like, it's just, like, amazing that they, that they got it right. Mm. Oh well, <clears throat>
1: that background look actually looks like they
0: added, added to a, bunk, a lot right?
1: more. Yeah, because the, the the uh skyline isn't that long. It looks like that went like a couple miles long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was funny, man. When he was asleep, everybody in the theater was laughing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Christian Bale does those bits really well, as well. Just the the Bruce Wayne playboy bit. Does anyone think that Mr. Reese is going to play a part in Batman 3? Hmm... Because, I mean, did you guys hear the rumors? Well, some people were thinking, well, maybe he is the Riddler and stuff like that. I personally think that's a load of rubbish.
1: Oh, you're talking, oh, the the consultant guy? Yeah. Yeah, I remember them saying that him and they were also talking about the
0: uh, reporter.
2: What, Mike Engel? The guy for Gotham News? Yeah. Yeah. I think if they were actually going to do the Riddler, I'm sure they were getting a big star.
0: I think they would probably get a right star. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I'm not <laughs> just saying get any. I'm not just saying let's get George Clooney or something like that. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it'd be someone else. Yeah, like like Heath Ledger, standard.
0: I love that part. He goes, "Oh, so so you're into ballet." <laughs>
1: and it's funny because if you look at the table it doesn't actually look like there's two tables put together
0: No, I know right it just looks like one little table
1: I find it interesting because it's it's almost as if uh, Rachel I mean we saw what happened at the end of Batman Begins, where she was like, that's your, that's what you gotta do, blah, blah, blah. But it's almost like she's kind of like, I don't know, uh, agitated the fact that he's shown up at the same time. Like, almost as if he did it on purpose to shove it in her face that she, he's with somebody else.
0: Yeah. I like uh, how Christopher Nolan um, draws into... Uh to christian bell right here where he's just sitting there and like he's just listening it's just like wow man his eyes are like intense
2: well i thought that was a really good um really good story just with bruce wayne wanting to hand the reins over to a legitimate district attorney in harvey dent and you know all his hopes of a new gotham being in harvey dent and then obviously those being destroyed Because I don't think there was... There wasn't usually, certainly not in the other films beyond Nolan's, there wasn't usually enough for Bruce Wayne to be thinking about in the film. There wasn't enough time to put that in the film. And um, it was good to see that Bruce Wayne was actually... There was a lot for him to go through in the Nolan films.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) My my heart just skipped a beat for this moment.
2: (laughs) Yeah. This is the bit where people are starting to think, where's the Joker? have been watching this for 20 minutes. Where's the Joker?
0: was this was a cool setup too yeah it was you know when I would see uh, what's his detective's name is the the girl's name right here
2: Uh, <sighs> R- Ramirez
0: Ramirez I don't know yeah. why but from the beginning of the movie I didn't like her <laughs> 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 just her looks Oh man!
1: It's funny how they said cheap purple suit, and now he's got a really nice suit.
0: The fact that he came in the purple suit, I was just like, oh! Everyone flipped. Everyone flipped for that moment.
2: Yeah. And that that was it. This is our new Joker.
0: Yeah, everybody's like, We're done. Vogue cast it. It's done. (laughs) I was like, he just bought it, why is it all dirty like at the top? (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like his makeup rubbed off.
0: Oh man, this is like just so awesome.
2: It's I, I think Heath Ledger's Joker is more captivating than Jack Nicholson's. I'm always just I love watching every single scene with Heath Ledger in it. Jack Nicholson didn't. Jack Nicholson was great, but he didn't quite have the same impact that Heath Ledger had.
0: Yeah. Well, if, if you remember the uh, Heath Ledger, um, he got the books from the who who I forgot who was a DC representative. But they gave him, like, every Joker story out there, went away for, like, six weeks and just read everything and just immersed himself in that role. That's why this looks so Mm. much closer to the comic book Joker than, you know, I think a lot of people realized that never read comic books.
2: Yeah, I think he really got the psychology of Joker spot on.
1: Yeah, the lip smacking and, you know, the stuttering
2: but then again i mean it's also an in, an interpretation that we've you could say we've never really seen anything like it before as well so
0: that was like so awesome because joker always has a, something up his sleeve and the fact yeah. he had grenades right there i was like literally i was like i could just walk out of the movie theaters right now and be happy
2: yeah <laughs> And the thing with Heath Ledger's Joker was just, the first time I saw this film, I was just, I wanted Heath Ledger to be on screen at every single moment. But when Heath Ledger turned up, I was like, oh my God, what's he going to do now? What's he going to do now? Who's he going to kill? What's going to happen? Yeah, You had no idea what was going to happen with him around.
0: Exactly. And it's just like right now, what's going on with the comic books? Where's the Joker at? But when he shows up, you're going to be like, oh wow.
2: This scene on the rooftop is really long Halloween esque yep, to exactly. me. Yeah. I, I reviewed it quite recently, and you can just tell the, the having the three of them talk together. Yeah, the yeah, interaction, right. the fact that they're arguing and stuff like that, and but, I mean they're, they're working together, but they're arguing, they're they're struggling. It's all long Halloween style.
0: Yeah, and like Batman's not even saying anything; he's just like right there. That's so awesome that they, they let you buy into these characters. That's what sells it. I
2: think you, you really buy into these characters because they've got realistic obstacles to get over. You know, Harvey Dent's trying to make Gotham a cleaner city and Gordon's trying to deal with the corrupt police force i mean they're extreme realistic scenarios but they're there's something they're scenarios that real people can actually relate to it's not like spider-man where oh no we've got to fight a giant sandman or something like that you know it's not ridiculous (laughs) and that's just the difference batman's always been a bit more realistic in the comics he's often fighting drug dealers and things like that
0: yeah you know when when they went down to that research area I was really hoping it was still going to be looking like the one from uh from Batman Begins but then I just remembered I was like oh they they're they're trying to build the Wayne Tower thing again cuz it got exploded at the bottom basement.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Lucius Fox is the president now or boss.
1: I love when he's like so uh yeah how do I get back in the plane? <laughs> I recognize the travel agent. Well, without the plane landing, now that's more like it, Mister Wayne.
0: I love that. I love like how he grabbed the suit parts right there, and the reason why is because it reminds me of like statues. Whenever you get your statues, you got to take them out of that foam.
1: <laughs> that was a good thing right there too. It should do, it should do good against cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She like already knows, and <laughs> Harvey's like, "Man, I really like ballet."
1: <laughs> I mean, this was an awesome like setup. You got an alibi? Yeah, he takes the entire Russian ballet.
0: Oh, I know. See and they, and they, they let you buy into Bruce Wayne too, man. Like Bruce is like this is really Bruce.
3: Mm.
1: Oh, man. I remember them talking about the body bag for, for this scene.
2: Going back to the music, I find the music quite amazing for the Joker because it's so simple, but somehow it really feels very threatening. Over in the States, did was there any problems with this film and its uh, rating in the cinema with the kids?
1: Uh, mm. Not really. I mean, no. they kind of talked about it, but the thing was they never show any blood. So it's, it's, you know, being older, you can assume what happened, but you don't know what happened because they don't actually show it. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, just quickly about this point, quickly. Did you guys think like it was cut out on purpose? Did you think there was more to it? Because it, I always thought this was quite... A little bit clumsily edited just because it's... You know, you know something bad's going to happen and then bang, he's dead. I yeah. didn't enjoy that too much. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, that sucked.
0: Well, you know, I kind of bought it like the comic books because in comic books, sometimes you don't really see it, but you have to assume it. So I mm. kind of related it to a comic book almost.
2: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, going back to the ratings thing, over here, there was quite... I think they had more complaints than any other film before over here because... um I think kids at the age of three and up could go and see it, as long as they had some parents. And you're right, Dustin, it doesn't have blood and stuff, but and they don't rate films on how sort of scary they are, but the fact this guy had a knife in a bloke's mouth was pretty, a bit much, I think, for young kids. (laughs) And there was, yeah, there was quite a lot of, I wouldn't say it was uproar or anything, but I think they had more complaints than any other film. But as you say, technically, there's no problem. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see Elmer Fudd with the double shotgun and Bugs Bunny, you know, it's like, (laughs) oh, that's fine. Yeah.
1: What's interesting is this is exactly how Lucius Fox is in the comics. He's not some random person who works at Wayne. I mean, he literally does all this business meeting stuff with all these other business people.
2: Also it's nice to see um just like we said in Batman begins it's nice to see somewhere outside of Gotham like in Hong Kong
0: Yeah like you you buy more into the universe
3: Yeah
2: I don't know why they won't let you take uh, cell phones into the building though.
1: I don't know, pictures or something, I don't know. I find it interesting with all those people who work in that building how they only have one cell phone. These people just don't ever have cell phones.
0: I love how they break up like all these little gadgets, yep. like through the movie. That's like that's that's like man, that's comic books. Mm. Now, to you guys, the building that he looks like he's shooting at right here doesn't it look like it's across the way? But the same building he hits just looks like the same building he was he's standing on right now. I
1: think if he does know go in this. I thought he does go in this. Right when he's looking down, that's the building that he's going into. That's
0: see that building down there
1: yeah
0: it just looks like the same building he's on right now
2: by the way these moments in imax were the ones that blew me away yeah because they, they had about six or seven scenes in the film filmed in imax which is just a lot larger than usual and um, it was usually the sort of the aerial shots and the big action scenes, and it was just, as I said, from the aerial shots, I actually felt a bit dizzy just because it was so huge.
1: What I like about the gadgets, going back to what you were saying earlier, was is that um, the, they actually explain the gadgets. It's not like in Batman and Robin and Batman Forever and a lot of the other ones where he just happens to have this random thing. He actually, they, like, he explains why he has it they, you know, they think up of it and stuff like that
0: yeah
2: yeah. a, a good example would be those those thermal heater things from Batman and Robin <laughs> he just happens to be carrying around some heaters yeah.
1: especially since he had no idea who was Mr. Freeze until he was after, after, already in the Batmobile on the way out the Batcave yeah Yeah, build, building does look very similar it's probably that's like it I know in some bigger cities what they do is they have uh, they've got um, buildings that are like the same style they're just different heights
0: right that's probably what they have right there I just I just find it very funny that the, the Chinese guy has a very arrogant look to him he's like yeah we got him but you don't see the body <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he he looked like he was the man for a second and now he's crying like a little girl. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like you knew you didn't like okay you know you remember he threw those things on the windows but you didn't think it was going to explode you know what I mean yeah like this whole scene just caught y'all guard and and yep. like Nick was saying on IMAX this part right here oh my God man I was like I need another bucket of popcorn I just finished mine <laughs> <laughs> this
1: was so cool I mean nobody saw this coming.
0: I know, a, You had, a like, everybody idea. had this
1: dumbfounded look on their face, just like, uh, just like those cops.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're
1: like, what the heck just happened?
0: They're like, what? And you, he just, like, carried them through the sky, or, man, the theater was just like, everybody's was like, whoa, that's bad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> There were really good little. There's a lot of really good um, humorous <laughs> moments throughout the film. You know, even though this is meant to be dark and intense, there's a lot of there's quite a lot of little humorous moments throughout the film.
1: But it's not too it. humorous where it takes away from the action, the drama. Right? No, I mean that's
2: there's no the... problem with having humor in a film like this. I mean, if you're just super intense for two two and a half hours, get gets pretty dull you need some light moments I'd like to know if that uh, legal case actually exists.
0: I was I like <laughs> He doesn't even get to finish his food, man. Poor guy.
1: And Maroni just starts like, what do you mean we're going to hire the clown?
2: By the way, just going back to Gotham Knight briefly, I thought the the, the two guys in Gotham Knight, Russian and Sam Moroni, hate each other. They spend most of the film trying to kill each other, and now in this film, all of a sudden, they're friends.
0: Yeah, that's where you can see it was kind of off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Guys, let me finish my salad." I thought this was so cool. I was like waiting for something to happen. I saw the Joker card. I was like,
3: "Ooh, ooh, ooh." <laughs>
2: There is uh Mr. Eyeliner.
0: yep yeah. That's uh Richard a- Richard
2: Alput from Lost.
0: That's the wombat from the the Tick. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. I thought he was pretty good as the mayor actually. I thought he was a pretty good character. Didn't have a lot to do, but
0: I don't know why. What's up with the eyeliner? We can all tell. Like you're wearing eyeliner. What's,
2: what's the deal?
0: Oh, well,
2: Apple. Apple. I'm a big Lost fan, and all the Lost fans have been asking him that question, and he says it's natural. Apparently, <laughs> it's natural.
0: Okay, I'll take that. That just looks very dark. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was a very cool part. Yeah, yeah.
2: That made me I remember that jump. that moment by the way made everyone jump. Yep. Yeah. The cinema.
0: I like that slow part where Harvey's running to it. You know a quick uh a quick um fact. That building that was behind that was in the mayor's office was actually the trump building that uh that at the end that's where the joker and batman were fighting on it was Mm. an actual replica of what the building was going to look like
2: The Joker video, by the way, was... I remember Michael Caine talking about um, filming The Dark Knight. um, And he said that the Joker video was the first time he'd seen any of Heath Ledger's Joker. And he said it absolutely petrified him. And he said he didn't even need to do any acting.
0: you know through the <laughs> through the viral marketing remembered us when they were logging in they were like and it was Brydog, dog and he was all responding and everything yeah this yep. is going on <laughs> man poor guy he died in the film and like a whole year later no one celebrated his death or anything <laughs> <laughs> poor Brydog. dog <laughs> Was so cool. You know, I got I got a very funny story. One of my my buddies was uh, stationed in Chicago, right around the the time that they were filming The Dark Knight, and. Uh, I guess that building is uh, there's a parking lot close to that building right there, dust and uh they had a little sign on there filming for the dark night. Well, he never saw it and <laughs> he parked right there. They wound up towing his car and they were like, uh sir you were you, there was a sign there saying that you know there was a movie going on and he was like, "What movie?" And he, they were like the Batman so he said that he kept driving around trying to try to get another parking spot in there so you could see what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> she just always looks mad at him all the time. Poor guy
1: they just tie everything together the viral marketing oh man I believe in Harvey Dent that's the only time they ever even remotely talk about it is right there but that was such a huge part of the viral marketing
0: yeah Hmm. it was
2: What do you think Maggie Gyllenhaal brings to the role that Rachel, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, that's it. What, what What does Maggie Gyllenhaal bring that Katie Holmes was missing, do you reckon?
1: Um, I think a little bit of emotion. Uh, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal shows emotion a little bit better. But at the same time, I hate to say this, but her face reminds me of Juby Dog.
0: Yes! Yes, it does. It just, like, sags, right? Oh, my God. You know, I, I like that's a bit that's a bit harsh. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it does that's really harsh. <laughs> no, no, but uh, uh, I like Katie Holmes' youth, but it just seems that she doesn't have that movie experience like Maggie would bring that she brought to this role. As far as acting, there were different levels of acting, and Maggie just brought that emotional side.
3: Hmm.
2: thought this sequence again just the build up of the uh, Joker attacks was really well done again I mean it's just flawless the pacing of it and it's very very well done and then when the Joker finally enters it's just wow
0: yeah you said it I was like wow being a commissioner you can drink
1: Thing that kind of threw me off was that she's been with him for maybe six months,
0: and he wants a commitment already. I just thought that was so cool. Was like, hey, <laughs> And you know what? She looks up. What? (laughs) you good. Uh, I was like, I would have got out of the car. Yeah. Man, this sequence was so cool.
2: And the bit when Heath Ledger finally comes into the party... We'd all seen that in the trailer so often, but somehow, but probably because of the sequence build-up, it was so impressive when you first actually saw it in the film. Yeah.
0: You know, when he eats like the shrimp part, I was just like, oh, man, I love shrimp. <laughs> I was yeah. just thinking that
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I find it funny how he grabs the glass of champagne, throws it up in the air, and takes a drink. There's nothing in it.
0: There's nothing in there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he touched that girl's banks. That's cool man, Bruce. Oh man.
1: I love how they were in Wayne's bed.
2: Yeah. I do love that bit when um says you know where I can find Harvey Dent? No. Yeah
0: for a second I, I thought it was that the teenage witch right there that girl <laughs> for a second I thought oh, it was Sabrina? Sabrina? Yeah. Sabrina. i Joan Hart.
2: <laughs> yeah what's happened to her
3: uh,
0: Who knows? I thought she was in the bedroom right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how he has to fix his hair.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I like how he just grabs her from her head just gently, but he has to grip it.
2: Clearly more comic book research was done because of the we've got the two different Joker stories origins, about his origin.
0: Origins. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And he just makes up stories every time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And isn't there a quote somewhere? The Joker says something like, I don't really remember my past, but when I do, I'd tr- I like it to be multiple choice or something like that.
0: Yeah. He goes, yep. when you, I like to remember my past as multiple choice. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna love me. I like that. I never understood that close (laughs) combat.
1: I never understood why some of them are wearing masks. Some of them were wearing wearing pantyhose over their face that is colored, and then they've got other people that aren't wearing
0: anything. (laughs) See how he just took a step back and he's gonna go right here. (laughs)
2: I love the, the the knife in the shoe. It's great.
0: That was awesome. You had to take a step back.
1: Tortuous <laughs> <Don't twist> words. <laughs> that was that was a cool joke.
0: Yeah. It Was.
2: I thought this was a bit. Um, I didn't really understand how he survived this. Or rather, how Rachel survived this.
0: Yeah, because it looks like he gets to keep out just barely right in time to catch some air. Yeah, I
2: mean... They can get away with it and say, oh, well, it was his body armor and stuff like that, but...
0: It's like she just goes back to resting. Like, everyone, there's a crowd around him. That's Batman. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's just lie on the the top of this taxi and have a chat.
0: (laughs) I like that guy. He reminds me. I guess he was supposed to be kind of like the Harvey Dent, I guess. Not Harvey Dent, uh, Bullet. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like Harvey Dent.
2: Watching this film again, I do wonder when they get to, if they get to Batman 3, the villain they choose. I mean, even if they go, right, okay, let's go and do the Riddler. Let's go and do Black Mask. Let's go and do just some completely random new villain Chris Nolan comes up with. They are going to get compared to Heath Ledger for the entire you know duration of that film being made. And it's going to be so hard to overcome that.
1: Well, it's gonna be so hard just to like have it a be- have it be more successful than the Dark Knight just because the is the more well known villain yeah yeah
2: exactly
0: yeah I mean out of all the villains out of every comic book cute hero character, Jokers always voted number one yeah mm. but um but you know what I think I think that uh I mean David goyer, Christopher Nolan. Like how, however, they want to introduce that character, I think they'll probably win everybody over within like the first 15 minutes.
2: Yep. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, you can see why they they really do need to spend a lot of time on Batman 3 because it's going to be so incredibly hard to top this film. But just I mean, I was saying I was saying with Batman be- I was saying with Batman Begins that I when I first saw Batman Begins I thought they would struggle to top that. But, you know, they've done it before and there's no, I'm not saying they can't do it again. (laughs)
0: the other cops are just in the bag Uh, we're just street beat cops we do this yeah Joker right there was just actually making fun of his mascara that he really uses.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That bit with the gun, by the way, I remember seeing the film for the first time, hearing that, thinking... God, that was loud! loud. And then Michael Caine <laughs> says exactly, what, "Yeah." And Michael Caine says exactly what I was thinking.
0: Exactly, everybody laughed because we were all thinking that too. Because I was like, "Wow, that is loud!" <laughs> just, he comes in all cocky and everything. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great by uh, it's great by Lucius Fox.
0: Because he plays with your emotion, one emotion is like he oh, found out who Batman is, and then they are like, and then lucius Fox reminds you who Batman is. <laughs> yeah,
2: I do love that bit because a uh, rocket ship.
0: Look up! I like how he smacks his lips right there and he cleans his teeth.
2: <laughs> you know, if this, this was Batman and
0: Robin, his
1: response is so good.
2: Yeah, if this was Batman and Robin, he probably would be making him a rocket ship. <sighs>
1: His response is so perfect, he's like, you really want this to happen?
0: I thought that was really cool how they put the, the, the shards of the bullet right back together. I, I love that that's what I, you know that's that's one thing i didn't get enough of in the in the burton and just one of the schumacher films is like the where you get to see the city i love gotham city i love to see gotham city and it's like christopher nolan gave me enough in this film to feed my thirst for gotham city seeing gotham
1: This uh, scene right here, this is exactly how they do th- the, uh, uh, pre- re- recessional, what is it called, the, uh, it's not a parade, but, uh, the march. No. Sh- the respect for the cop who died. Right. They do Which this This happen
0: quite often in, in America.
1: Uh, yeah, Chicago, this is exactly what they do. They do this in Chicago and New York, I know for sure.
0: Yeah, see, here, here they, they don't do that. Um, it, it, I don't know if it's... I mean, I don't know how many times cops die up there. Do they die often, Dust? I don't know.
1: Um, I mean, that it just doesn't happen often, but when it does happen, you definitely hear about it.
0: See, and the thing is that I think that's very cool, the respect that they do over there but down here it's nothing like that i don't know maybe because we have more cops die down here and it would just be like hey we're not gonna go this weekend you know which is sad to say but you know we have a more drug problem down here than than anything but um but that's i like i like that that's very cool that chicago and new york do that i wish more actually i wish every city in the united states did that That was cool when you first like see him without the makeup you're like oh where is he where is he
2: you just yeah you just weren't expecting that really
0: and like everyone's just ready boom shoot
2: yeah and uh, commissioner gordon's dead
1: well, it was really <laughs> crazy which i'm not sure how they're gonna exp- how they explain this because i can't remember but they actually showed, like it looked, like blood came out of his back.
2: What did you guys think when you first saw that and you thought Gordon was dead?
1: I was thinking, how could they kill him?
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: I I like I I like how everybody responded right there to that bullet. But no, back to what you had just said right there. When when I saw uh, Gordon get shot joker was shooting for the mayor and then when he held the shot he could have shot the mayor but if you look at it right in that split second he held the shot then shot commissioner gordon and i was like whoa i said wait a minute there's something up right here
2: and did you notice that the first time
0: i've noticed that the first time i i i have those little quirks where i just see like the background i see like the things i count like the seconds and that's just that's just something that i i just do so when i saw that i was like what
2: by the way batman was hanging around uh gordon's dustbins again for some reason
0: <laughs> see but did you hear her what she says right here Did you see, it's like she was talking to Batman right there.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, I like that guy. He's like the bullet character. <laughs> this is funny.
2: I loved Batman in a nightclub. I thought it was awesome.
1: You know they, what had lights, but, they had the neon lights, but it's actually, uh, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, This remind me of the. Maybe this is Schumacher
0: Remember the Superman Batman movie where Batman goes into the club in Metropolis? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. This it was did be- what they remind me of.
2: Everyone in the cinema at that bit went, Ugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like he in so much pain he went drunk.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Gonna shoot him because that guy's come on like in those those fast food commercials. <laughs> He's like, I hate those commercials.
1: What's really interesting is that you know, still don't know that it's a two sided coin or it's you know it's, it has heads on both sides
2: I really enjoyed this bit.
1: Funny how he's out on the streets, comes back, looks like he's showered in a nice suit.
2: <laughs> Put a suit Yeah. He's probably going to bed in his suit. I think Rachel Dawes is, um, she's two timing these guys, really. She's playing yeah. two guys at the same time. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's not very admirable, really.
3: Mm-mm.
2: And it, it seems her true motive is that she's going to stick with Harvey Dent. So she's really just leading Bruce on.
1: Yeah. It doesn't really help the fact that uh, you know, she doesn't make it seem like she's not really
0: going to end up with Bruce. Hmm. And then Bruce leaves. He's like, "You know what? I want to go put my suit back on."
2: Yeah.
1: Fatherly wisdom from Alfred.
0: You remember uh last year when we were doing the, the podcast desk we were all speculating, oh it's the Joker coming down that, that that thing to where uh where Batman was hiding out. Yeah. I was, like, I was disappointed when he did it. <laughs>
1: Is who is he an outlaw vigilante to? The commissioner who um, is dead. Right.
2: I hate that whoever says that line it sounds like he's really dumb. <laughs> Things are worse than ever.
0: <laughs> I like how he says, and that other guy no more dick cops. <laughs>
2: They got some pretty poor um, <laughs> secondary actors, really.
0: Yeah, maybe. see, he says that. we we it does we you know we oughta we oughta to, to come on in Batman Three. We could do those lines like that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I could no have done a needles. better job than that.
1: No more worse than
0: ever.
1: I love that line. I am the Batman.
0: Take me in. you know, like, uh, later on, you know why, like, this interaction happened, but right off the bat when I was watching this film, I was like, why is she all, like, she just didn't walk out after she was mad. Really.
2: Did you guys know anything about Rachel dying before you saw the film?
0: I don't know about dust. I didn't, I, I, kind of stayed away from the the little uh, rumours or spoilers
3: mm.
1: me on the other hand I read everything I definitely didn't think that uh, she was going to die but I had a feeling that she wasn't going to be around uh, after the end of the movie so if she didn't die I had a feeling she was going to be moving to uh, maybe Metropolis or something
2: I thought that um, I thought the Joker was definitely going to do something to her and I thought she might die and I think when I saw her give that letter, I was like, hmm, maybe she is.
0: You know that, uh, another little fun fact, you know that, that cop that, uh, he, he you're going to see him right here, where he just looks like he's just disgusted in what Harvey's doing. Right there. You see him? The one that <laughs> he's just shaking his head? Yeah, the fat guy. Yeah. yeah. That that's actually uh, Emilio Estevez's dad in uh, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> I was like, no <laughs> wonder I don't like that guy. <laughs> I was like, I didn't like you in The Breakfast Club either.
1: And now you find out. Dun, dun, dun.
2: And then you start thinking, Ah, oh, right.
1: Then it all makes sense.
0: You make your own luck.
1: If you don't figure it out right away, you're screwed, though, because there's not a whole lot of time to figure it out.
0: <laughs> no. Now, this is a cool sequence, right? Just like yeah. they had to shut down a lot of Chicago just to do this part, right? Yep, 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 yep. How long well, did look it how take? How far that is?
2: Was it a they, couple of weeks? They had, they
0: had yeah. They um from what uh m- my buddy had shown me pictures of like uh the signs they had up and they said filming on on so and so date from from night to night and i think they had it like on a week they had like a week and a half those mm. signs were up so at like 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. your car couldn't be on that street or they'll get towed away Really Yeah
3: but
2: this was the, and this was where your 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 mate's car got ter- towed away
0: Yeah it got towed away
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was either it gets towed away or the tumbler drives over it
0: and the thing was that he he was he was only up there for training for the military and the thing was him and his wife were going to go eat and so he, he didn't know chicago that well he didn't know about the the you know the posted signs so he just parked in an empty spot he said oh this is good i'm going to go eat over here came back the car was gone <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man oh And they actually did do that, too. They actually did knock the thing into the river.
0: Cool. And, of course, they probably uh, paid for that cement block, right? Like, yeah, we'll repair it.
2: I love that uh, lorry, by the way, the truck that says uh, slaughter is the best medicine.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: He said, "That's a bazooka." I was like, "It's like a rocket launcher."
1: Well, bazooka is an well, it's it's an RPG, a rocket propelled grenade, but a bazooka is basically the same thing.
0: Just (laughs) like the guy, he's like, "I didn't sign up for this." (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, nobody wants a rocket coming at them. No way." I thought this was very cool. That was awesome.
2: The Batmobile back in action. For the last time, actually.
1: Yeah.
2: Unfortunately.
0: Well, and, and you know the thing is, because, of course, I, I, I get drawn into... I'm, everybody knows I love the Batmobiles. So I get drawn into the, the Batmobile discussions. And so uh, we always talk about, well, what's the next Batmobile? What's the next Batmobile? And I was like, well, in Batman Begins, they said that they made two to make a bridge. So I was like, there's... You know, there's another Tumblr out there.
2: Yeah, I think Nolan might go some a different way, though. I don't. You might find it a bit repetitive to use the same Batmobile again. But we'll see. You never know.
0: Yeah, a lot of fans want the. I, I, believe me, I love the '89, but the '89 was for a reason because it was in '89. <laughs> but yeah. I, I mean, if he brings a slick one back, I, I won't mind. I mean, I just love all the Batmobiles, so yeah but there are two you gotta remember that there are two so don't be surprised
1: that thing got demolished
0: that was so cool I think like for a whole three weeks I was always telling my wife I wanna drive
1: It's a Transformer!
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I like that guy eating his (laughs) ho-ho right there, he's like, let me check this out. That's awesome. Booyah, and then it's gone.
2: So slick.
1: seeing this commercial on TV where the the cars start exploding as the kids are shooting them it's just another one of those like simple humor things that they throw in
0: yeah it's
1: yeah. not overpowering but it's still there
0: and what's funny I was like well, how did Batman know that there weren't no kids in those other cars
1: yeah <laughs> well I think that I think those cars were parked yeah
2: this she- this helicopter crash is probably the the most CGI in the film I think.
1: Probably.
0: You know, when I saw the the bad Pod when we saw it at, at San Diego, there was one thing I wanted to see on there, because you notice when the bad pod comes out in front of the Joker, the wheel looked like it's like it's turning, like um like in a circle when he comes out of the alley. But it, yeah, I it's, always thought that looked that. a bit. Oh, I
2: thought that off. looked a bit weird how how did they do that
0: yeah check it out right here yeah it like yeah. it looks like in a circle and he told he can't do that,
1: <laughs> that is-
2: I love it when that guy says he missed
0: to flip a eighteen wheeler right there, oh my god
1: and they actually did flip the eighteen wheeler too it was that was not c g
0: yeah that was not c g yeah like did they, up, did they like,
2: damage oh. the road then? Did they have to like resurface to pay to resurface the road, do you reckon?
1: Uh, I imagine so, but...
0: This is a... Uh, I always see this as a little tribute to 89.
2: Yeah. That was in all the trailers, wasn't it? That hit yeah. me bit.
0: Look, and the bad prod broke. Boom.
3: <laughs>
0: I like when the joker goes,
3: woo, woo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he spits on them.
1: moment right there too because you're completely blown away that that's what is what
0: happened yeah that's like ah that's a gordon win
2: yeah when actually i forgot to mention when that when gordon gets in the front of the swap van you know maybe 10 minutes earlier when i first saw that i thought he was probably one of the joker's men or something he was going to sabotage the vehicle i did not see i did not think he was going to be gordon
0: See, and look at the look on her right there. I was like, I just don't trust this girl. Yeah. Yeah, or the fat guy. Yeah, or that fat guy because of Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was just, like, awesome. He just, like, sitting there.
2: This this bit will finally satisfy all awesome. those fans who were so angry in Batman Begins. Because you, when you're saying Apple, some people are going, he's meant to be Commissioner Gordon, not Captain Gordon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, come on, guys. Read a comic book. Yeah. I love that too, man, because the Joker was like the loudest one clapping. He's like... <laughs> I love the Joker, too, he's like, mm, What? Me? <laughs>
2: If I was Gordon here, I'd be pretty angry. It's like, guys, I just came back from the dead. I just captured the Joker. I just wanted to go home and get some sleep, and you called me back, like, five minutes later.
1: Well, see, at first I thought it was because they were actually going to... Like, they just decided to start interrogating him. But then I realized later on, like, when I saw it maybe the second time, I was like, oh, well, he came back because Harvey Dent's missing. That's why. Yeah. Yeah.
2: If I was going to be like, God, this police force needs to be sorted out. They cannot manage anything without me. Everything in this interrogation room is just brilliant.
0: Yeah. Probably, I would say,
2: for me, it's the Joker's best moments in this film.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, the thing was, I was like, you have one of the worst criminals that y'all have ever seen, and y'all didn't even like the whole room. But y'all had the Asian finance guy. It was all lit it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I guess was like, it's this is the same room.
1: I guess it's nighttime, so they use less light.
0: <laughs> I like that. I always like that. He's like, he goes, well, who do you leave on with?
2: I mean, going back to this this joker being more captivating than Jack Nicholson it's just Heath Ledger talking in a room it's, Jack Nicholson needed all the gadgets and and makeup and stuff you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: well I mean I think Jack honestly he did uh portray like the what what Caesar Romero's joker probably would have been on you know what I mean, yeah.
1: See, and I remember when the movie came out, we had a huge discussion about, at the very end of the movie, he's talking about the five people that he killed, and we kept thinking it was the people that Harvey Dent killed. Right. It's not. It's the five people that died because he didn't take off his mask.
0: Right. Right.
1: But I remember we had so many discussions about that.
0: I know, and I was just like, I was like, hmm, sure? Was it the Joker?
2: isn't isn't there something to do with um there's a certain amount of people that Harvey Dent has apparently killed which don't quite add up at the end of the film
3: right, right.
2: but we'll get onto that later on I just thought this scene was so well written, was so interesting and you wanted to hear everything the Joker had to say.
3: Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. It's because you get a little part of him right here, like you start trying to understand him.
2: Yeah, maybe it's because we don't get his origin, we're eager to find out more about him and these sort of moments are what are the best you can get. have to admit, with Heath Ledger's Joker, I do struggle to see Heath Ledger in it. I, you know, it, it's just one of those things. I see the Joker. I don't. I struggle. I really struggle to see Heath Ledger underneath all the makeup.
0: Yep. yep. You know what? I, I that's that's a point that I had brought up last year in a forum. That you're watching the Joker. I mean, yeah, Heath is performing a brilliant, you know, performance. But the thing is that, I mean, it's not Broke Back where you're just faking out Heath every time. It's just Mm. like, wow, you know, that's, that's Joker. Joker's cool.
3: Yeah.
1: I find it interesting how he gets punched in the face numerous times. He gets his face smashed into glass and he never starts bleeding. I don't understand that.
2: Now an interesting bit here is that I always assumed that uh, Joker when he tells the two addresses that he mixes them up because Batman actually says I'm going after Rachel but he turns up and he only gets Harvey Dent. Someone came up with the idea, I can't remember who it was that maybe Batman changed his mind
0: Nah, Joker tricked him.
2: Yeah, that's what I think but I think it's an interesting idea
1: That's not a very attractive voice.
0: (laughs) I know, right? And not hot either.
1: Harvey! I don't understand how they know how much time is left. I mean, we know because we saw the clock countdown, but...
2: Yeah, he never mentioned, you know, they're going to blow up at such and such a time, did he? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: so he was like, he was like I was looking six. at him and said I can get you.
1: I don't understand why they would why would they assume that only one is going to be able to be saved how are they going to get to one faster than the other
0: yeah be, I know because they said that they, one of their, their they would leave it to their friends to choose right you know and I'm like okay yeah, why well. would they
1: leave why would they leave all or I don't understand why they would all like how is it that every single person was going to go to one of the places not
2: to well one interesting thing I just realized was that Joker does ask what the time is when Gordon first walks in so that might help him in deciding when to tell them
1: Yeah. yeah that's a good point
2: Watching this film again really makes me not angry, but just I pity the Oscars for not having enough um, sense to put this in as a as a best film. Just a nomination, didn't have to yeah. win. Just a nomination would have meant a lot, and um, and Chris well, Nolan as director as well.
0: Yeah, because if if you don't have. Um A costume or makeup in this movie and you just see like some guys just trying to save his his city from a psychopath you would probably give that psychopath an academy right off the bat for the performance but the fact that they're he's wearing it one's wearing a costume and the other one's wearing makeup then it's just like oh no that's for kids
2: yeah and it's just it's such a shame that they, they can't look further than that what I do find interesting is that if Heath Ledger was still alive do you think he would have won an Oscar for the Joker? Yeah. You do?
0: Yeah.
2: I'm unsure. I really think as I, it deserved it in my opinion fully, but I think the Academy is so short-sighted that I think he just got a lot of extra attention, and it was almost like they couldn't refuse it.
0: Yeah. You know what? I uh, see. Here's the, like the, the Heath was already where he he already got his um. I guess his niche in doing like the, the small indie films and doing great acting in those and doing a performance like that, like how he did in Brokeback. To come and do this, I think they would have still recognized his acting. See, right here, that's one of my points right there. Like you saw where the, the bomb blew up, but everybody fell except the Joker.
1: Yeah. And I don't yeah, that's what I thought it was... <laughs> Yeah, I never understood how everybody could have been taken out of the the, uh, the room except for the Joker.
2: Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a plot hole there.
0: I like when he hits that door because you think he's going to be Rachel. <laughs> and he's like, no,
2: no. <laughs> I thought that was really well okay. done, actually. I was not expecting was- it.
0: I was like, and I remember, man, I said the first time, and I was like, because, oh, my God, I was just so happy, because I was like, ah, the Joker got you, and I could hear people just like, oh, my God, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, yeah,
2: I remember when when that bit happened, Batman bursting through the door, I remember my friend, who I went to see the film with, was saying, when we got to that bit, you actually said no out loud, quite loudly, and everyone turned around and looked at you, I went, no,
1: Fire is a cooler concept than the acid, but I mean, it would have been nice to have the acid.
0: Yeah. That was so cool that they killed someone like that.
2: Well, to be honest, from the start, Rachel Dawes was a bit of a flat character. And uh, losing her was not a major loss to the films. Agreed. And and in fact, her death—I mean, in the Dark Knight, they did a lot more with her, and her death adds to you know Two Face and Batman, and just makes it even more, makes it a bigger impact. So I think it was a good decision.
1: The thing is that I—the one of the biggest problems that I think is—well, they said they created her so that Bruce had an emotional connection to somebody yeah, Alfred's there, but it's not the same kind of thing as if it was like a love interest. But it's, like, it's not com- it's not a complete love interest. No. So, it gives it a little bit, it gives it somebody. I mean, like, they could have done the same thing with a lot of other characters, but I don't think that it would have been the same. Like, in 89, when they did Vicky Vale, it's, it, it ends up a little different, and it, in my opinion, it's actually, it actually ends up turning out better that they use somebody that isn't that important because they can get rid of them and then everybody's like oh my god I can't believe they killed that person yeah
0: You know, I'm pretty sure there's people like with telescopes, and I always think like, yeah. you know, there's probably someone looking right at him while he's in the bat suit. Yep.
1: catch him how Burnt the four stone because that just proves i mean like if somebody who doesn't want to be caught you have to, you have to you have to destroy a lot more than just the thing you can't find right
2: got to take extreme measures yep Now, two face when you i i made a particular effort to avoid seeing two face uh you know, and I didn't want any spoilers of photos of Two Face or anything. And I have to say, it really did pay off because when I first saw him, I thought, "Wow, they've done a fantastic job there."
1: Yeah, the, the interesting thing is the spoiler images that came out when they first showed them. I, li- I really, honestly, did not think it was actually. I didn't think that was how it was going to be portrayed. Surprisingly enough, it was very, very similar. I mean. Look at the picture now and compare it to what it is, it was spot on. But I mean,
0: you would have known. Yeah, it, know. it was very good. It was very good.
2: It, it has a, a slight resemblance to the animated series just because of the big eye, but the rest of it's quite a new take.
0: Like with the whole bones, like you see his jaw. Yeah.
2: yeah. And this is one other slight flaw with The Dark Knight is the speed, and a lot of people have complained about this, is the speed of which Two-Face or Harvey Dem goes insane. I mean, it's something that, it does bother me a little bit. I did think Two-Face was rushed just a tad. But, um,. I suppose they had to do that just to keep pushing the story along
0: well you know like my argument is for that it's like uh, like the people who always talk about um, uh, Bruce Wayne's voice where Christian Bale has to make his voice change for Batman I'm like well you know put yourself in Harvey's position and now you just lost your girl that you loved, that told you she loved you she died Oh, and guess what? Half your face is missing. I mean, you're not <laughs> gonna wake up. You're not really not gonna wake up really rosy tomorrow and think, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy some Hello Kitty stuff."
2: That is <laughs> you know, true. That it is true.
0: Is, that it, it, it deals with the with the psyche, and I can tell you from personal experience with my dealing with Bell's palsy, you get mad at that sometimes, because when when I, when I saw Dustin in November, my face was fine. When I saw Dustin again, half my face is like Two-Face, where I can not hardly move half of it. You know, so that part, I mean, I'm, it's not burnt off or anything. But the thing is that I can relate with that thought. Until it happens to you, you really don't know. Mm-hmm. I really like that
2: Russian. Oh, with Two-Face, by the way, in the comics, I suppose, in Long Halloween in particular, he transforms and then he goes pretty crazy straight away. There's no delay, so it's not like they did anything hugely different.
1: thing is, Lao it's at the top of that pyramid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they
0: don't—they like they don't, the
1: they don't make a
2: big deal out of it, do they? No, they never show a corpse or anything. And to be honest, I certainly didn't know the first time I watched this film. I completely forgot, and then probably took about two or three times of watching it to remember. Wasn't there a Chinese guy on top of that? <laughs>
0: That is like so cool. That whole thing that, uh, where all the money just like just getting fried up. I was just like, that's so cool. That guy, he's just trying to get a win somewhere, and he just keeps losing. Yep.
1: (laughs) He's just thinking, thinking, okay, so not only am I going to have somebody who's rich after me, but now I I got the Joker off after me, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And see, here's the thing. Like, right now, when we go in the sequence right now, you're going to see uh, uh, what's the the gentleman's name? Um, Mike Engel, the the reporter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you're gonna see him go with uh with the uh, Coleman Reese. Okay. Watch where he winds up.
2: Are you sure he goes with Coleman Reese?
0: Yeah, yeah. There he is. Yes, there. he's with Coleman Reese. He's, he's, not,
1: he's not in goes. the vehicle, but he's right there.
0: Yeah, he's right there. He's at, he's at the news turn around, or... Yeah, now look, when they turn around, he goes with them. They're right there, and they're all moving backwards.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: But doesn't Gordon go to the same hospital?
1: No. OK, so it looks Gordon's like he gets in a different hospital. vehicle right there. Because he mm. doesn't get in the in the same SUV right. that they get in,
0: right? But you would think he would follow them,
2: yeah.
0: How does he instead he
2: ends up to, magically at Gotham General?
0: At magically at Gotham General,
2: yeah, quicker than a Lamborghini Gallardo.
0: yeah. And I mean, if Gordon says the priority is Gotham General, but they're driving around. You know what I mean? But Mike Engel gets a Gotham General before Commissioner Gordon.
2: Uh, we get to see our favorite Joker.
0: <laughs> this was Christopher Nolan's on that BD Live. He had said that this was his favorite part of the movie. It is the awesome. Joker takes off the mask. <laughs> hi <laughs> with uh when he said uh Heath Ledger just <laughs> took out that part, he was literally behind the camera like trying not to laugh
3: yeah <laughs>
1: It's interesting. His hair is a little bit more green in this version than like when he was in the interrogation room.
0: Yeah, because it almost looked at like that sandy brownish kind of blonde type. But this was like the per like so funny. This is like one of the best moments. I-, I can't debate if this is like one of my favorite moments here, like out of the whole movie, like just best of because I love the part where where Batman was in Hong Kong. I just can't get that part out where he just took off on that skyhook i love that part
2: for me i think it's going to have to be best moments bank robbery and the interrogation room with the joker probably
0: but see right here he has that vote for harvey dent Yeah. (laughs) i was like oh my
1: god
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was just the little things are all perfect as well
1: I don't understand why people are under the assumption that if they kill Coleman Reese, that they're going to somehow... He's not going to blow up a hospital.
0: Yeah, and the thing is that if they kill Coleman Reese, they're going to jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't understand or Arkham Asylum. They I don't
2: understand yeah, but they're, they don't they're probably that. thinking they've got, you know, they've got their own family in the hospital or something like that.
0: Right, I mean, I understand
1: it, but I'm thinking to myself... Why would the Joker still not blow up the hospital?
2: Well, well, some people might have the mentality, if you do what he says, he might sort you out. You've got a better chance of him not blowing it up. That's like terrorists
1: Terrorists telling you one thing. That's why uh, the government's standing is you don't negotiate with terrorists because the chances of them telling the truth is very slim.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: But quite often when it actually comes down to your own family members being involved you might think differently also the CGI with Two-Face his face looks brilliant you know I mean I don't know how much was makeup and how much was CGI I imagine it was all CGI
0: Uh. Uh, yeah as far as I knew it was mainly all CGI
2: but uh, it looks brilliant, I think. Flawless.
0: I know, right? Like, you couldn't even tell. See, so that cop's got to get fired. Yep, <laughs> He's fired. Yeah.
2: He just tried to kill... Yeah. He tried to kill someone in front of the commissioner.
1: It's kind of it funny how the Joker puts hand sanitizer on his hands and <laughs> they're coated <laughs> in paint. or uh, exactly.
0: the makeup. yeah. Well, you know Harvey, he's got all that blood hanging around, so...
2: <laughs> now, what was Chicago um, thinking when they found out there was this hospital being blown up?
1: Oh, well, the thing is, this is an actual real building. This was a... Uh, this, this building used to be a candy factory That went out of, The candy company went out of business So they actually took the candy factory And turned it into uh, A hospital And They blew it up
0: See there we saw Mike Engel And he didn't Yeah he ran onto a, vehicle, bus. Got in a bus
2: School bus And you assume that the uh, hospital blowing up is probably just one take.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like this—the uh, scene that that's, uh, it's about to happen, where uh, yeah. the actual building from above gets blown up. That's what they actually filmed that right there.
0: Yeah. You did you notice the Joker when when uh, he he got into the 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 bus? He was still jumping around like all happy and stuff. Yeah.
1: This thing I, I don't know if a lot of people noticed, but that building that blown blew up, it almost looks like a. Um, it almost looks like a parking garage because the building next to it, where that little overhead bridge was attached to, had yeah. the ambulance like the, that was the emergency room.
0: Yeah, and you know I know they say Gotham General, but like, you know, like your main hospital is usually located like downtown. So I was like this is like out in the I don't know the outskirts or something
1: this whole sonar thing because I mean when he went into the building um, in Hong Kong I didn't really understand why they said the thing about the sonar because he didn't use it there
0: the you mean the cell phone
1: yeah I mean the cell phone put out an EMP to make all the electro- uh, the electronic stuff not work in the building he didn't use the sonar up until the end of the movie. I
0: I thought he did when they loaded up all the buildings, when it was telling him floor by floor.
1: Well, if that's the case, I don't even understand how that works.
0: Yeah, well, see, that's my question, too, because I was like, okay, he had a little receiver at the bottom, right? Okay, so that, that one sent out the signal when he connected to it, right? Yeah. But... How in this moment right here, how can he connect to every cell phone in the city if it doesn't have that signal that wasn't built in like that cell phone that was used in Hong Kong?
1: Yeah, exactly. How did he make every cell phone suddenly have that? Exactly. Same thing with how was he able to listen in to every every single conversation?
2: By the way, I think we just saw we saw Two Face's first victim as well. Yes. Yeah. How many is it he's meant to have killed?
0: Or or it could have been two. Well,
2: he killed the guy in the toilet.
0: (laughs) Well, he was taking a tinkle. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what was funny? We're having a little mini breakfast. uh, The the Breakfast Club reunion because Michael C. Hall is in this movie too.
1: Freeman's face there. He's like, me?
3: Huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I... I mean, I kind of dislike the fact that... I mean, it was kind of like an unsaid... Uh... Un... It was an unsaid knowledge between the two of them that they that Lucius Fox knew who Batman was, or that Bruce was Batman. Bruce knew that he knew, but they didn't say it out loud. When Batman approaches uh, Lucius, it's almost as if, okay, cat's out of the bag, we're not even going to pretend like we don't know.
2: Hmm. Is that a problem?
0: This guy is wearing mascara. I know he is. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of those actors that played the pharaohs. <laughs> Whenever the pharaohs had those look, you see the guy that just got taken away mm-hmm. by Harvey? Yeah. He just grabbed him like real quick. But see, a lot, a lot of, people, of people didn't catch that. No,
1: yeah, but also a lot of people thought that he was—he um, killed him, but you don't hear a gunshot
0: or anything. Yeah, could have broke his neck on the way. Like, well,
2: we're gonna go through and count all the actual victims we know are gonna get killed by. Yeah. We've had one so, so far—the bloke in the bar.
0: N- well, actually, if you if you think about it, he might have three already. The two in the bar and the guy he just pulled right now.
2: But if we go by just what we actually see... That was number
1: two. See, I don't know how Maroney would die from like that. The entire back is caved in. How would a seatbelt save Harvey Dent? (laughs) Yeah. That's actually, that looks like it's off the docks at Navy Pier in Chicago, but I don't even think I've ever seen a ferry like that before.
2: Were you there in um, 2007 when they were filming this? No. No?
1: Unfortunately not.
2: Would you have tried to uh, get an extras roll or something?
1: Uh yeah, I mean, try to get an extra's role, or at least try to get some kind of footage of them filming some stuff.
0: I love that part and you just see like the little box ready.
1: It almost looked like he was reading off of notes right there.
2: I have to admit, this whole ferry bit didn't really grip me as much as the rest of the film.
3: Yeah. I
2: thought it, it was just... It wasn't wasn't that it was dragging on or anything, I just think it was a, a bit that wasn't just wasn't as strong as the rest of the film for myself.
1: I find it funny how the lady says to them, those men had their choice. They had their choice when? When they made a mistake and they're paying for it right now?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the first image we see of Two-Face with his burnt suit.
2: Yeah, I'm not too keen on the burnt suit.
0: I liked it. I
1: mean, it's a lot better than having uh, neon pink leopard skin.
0: (laughs) That is true. Beer and pizza. Beer and pizza.
2: (laughs) If I were him, though, I'd just get a normal suit. I don't know why. Who was it who decided, right, let's hang on to this half-burnt suit and keep it next to his hospital bed?
1: (laughs) That's an excellent question. (laughs) thing is so many people got off the island oh wait that's right nobody got off the island so these people are were the lucky few who got on the boat to get away from the city and they're the ones who get screwed
3: yeah yeah
2: Do you know what I found quite interesting from the people who have watched Batman Begins and The Dark Knight? If you talk to the girls I've spoken to in general thought Batman Begins was pretty boring, a bit slow, but they all really enjoyed The Dark Knight. And that doesn't just apply to girls. There are quite a few people who thought Batman Begins was a bit slow and really enjoyed The Dark Knight. But I'm not seeing where their logic is, because to me they're just like a continuing... The Dark Knight is just... The Batman begins again, but just a bit better, well, you know, significantly better. Yeah, I, I it's, the I mean, like, of, the it's the same style of the same style of storytelling.
1: Yeah, the thing is that I, uh, it seems to me that uh, people like I, I honestly, there were some people to me that complained that there was that Dark Knight moved too fast, and if you think about it, I mean, it's just one bam, 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 bam. It's just continuing to happen over and over again. Like there's no let ups at all. No. So I mean I can understand the the too fast part. But I mean that's a good thing for a movie that's like almost two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I I don't I I don't know why when people say, Oh yeah, I know they complain about the the Batman Begins, like they didn't say it was a bad movie, it just wasn't the action they would expect but I, I in that aspect, I, I guess I'm pretty lucky to be a comic book fan because you're you're kind of used to that in comic book form and 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 it's it's not sad for the people that that don't It's just that you know they, they lose that that part of connecting it yeah
3: mm.
2: like I know this scene with the oh, all the SWAT teams and everything did get confused quite a few people and um, I think it was quite difficult for some people to keep up with as you say what was going on in this sequence but it's just one of those films you really do have to pay attention through every single minute and I think quite audiences are quite used to at this point in time just sitting back and watching loads of explosions and goodies and baddies fighting each other whereas this was a you have to think quite a lot with this film you've got to stay alert throughout the entire film and pay attention
0: You know, Nick, there's a lot of British actors in this movie because there's, I know there's actors in here that are, you know, portraying, like, they have, like, you know, American kind of accents, but a lot of these actors, I've seen them, like, in, uh, in European movies, and I'm like, hey, that guy's from that movie, that guy's from that movie. Yeah.
2: Do you guys, Do is Christian Bale, he's actually officially English, isn't he, Christian Bale?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He does, I don't think he spends much time over here though, I think he spent most of his life in America. He's got a really strange accent, it seems to change from every single interview I see of him. I
1: think, I think
2: he was actually I think he was actually born in Wales.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I yeah. was just gonna say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. he certainly doesn't have a Welsh accent.
0: I thought that was cool the way Babin just stands there.
1: I don't <laughs> not I not really understand how more. those people just happened to all get pulled on the same rope,
0: oh, he was tying them up as he went along the way oh. on their feet. that's why he was roping them on their feet when he went when he went around okay but none but none of them
2: managed to fire one bullet at him for some reason. <laughs>
1: That dog jumped at him. He's like, nope, not this time.
2: Yeah. He had to fight those I... dogs at the start of the film.
1: <laughs> it'd be interesting if, uh, the, well, we don't find out, but it'd be interesting to find out whether or not the suit held up against the Rottweilers. The...
3: <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
2: Apple, do you reckon the um, do you reckon Joker fed the Russian to his dogs? Or do you reckon the Russian's oh. still alive for Batman 3?
0: Oh no, no, no. He, he's dead. He was dead yeah. since he <laughs> left that door.
2: Yeah. This
1: guy's got one
0: crazy eye. It's Zeus. <laughs> He'll <laughs> always be Zeus to me. See, I was thinking this whole part right here was filmed in uh, in England somewhere, because there's a lot of guys in here that I mean that came out in uh, the Gold movies, and they're like just sitting right along in there. Really? <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Well, I know they film a, a big proportion of this film at Pinewood I think don't
0: they yeah the, like the uh, like some other English actors I had noticed too was when uh, when uh, Joker goes and sees uh, uh, Michael J. White's character uh, when he's playing Pool. yeah
1: when he, that's Campbell
0: oh, yeah yeah you could tell like there's a lot of uh, English actors in that so I was thinking that was probably filmed over there because a lot of your your, your bars, your pubs, look like that. Ours over here, they got like 42-inch TVs on every wall because everybody wants to see sports at their bar.
1: <laughs> I like how the Joker gets proved wrong.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, it it doesn't really more... It has more to do with, like, the actual people who live in Gotham, you know. They're not all... They're not exactly what he said, which they're all... You know, they can all go saying they can all be manipulated. Hmm.
2: The Joker does manage to the, <laughs> the Joker does manage to overpower Batman quite easily. I've just noticed there i mean usually Joker's Batman beats slouch. the yeah usually <laughs> Batman beats these characters up so easily
0: Well, Joker did have dogs to help him Oh so. yeah, that's
3: true. I love that
1: and See, it was great because everyone thought he was just going to die right there it was like another yeah. Batman 89 all over again and it's like wait mm, nope not this time
0: Nope.
1: and it made more sense especially with what he's about to say
2: I read somewhere before the film came out uh, when they did some preview or some test screenings and I, do, I don't know if there's any truth to this at all, but I did read somewhere that they were going to have to re-edit the film because there was scenes of Heath Ledger's Joker in a body bag. And now I don't know if that is with Gamble. I've just realised, yeah, or whether that was, yeah. or if whether that was the end of the film. No, that but was. They were saying they might have to re-edit that because of Heath Ledger's death.
1: Yeah, they they were talking about the body bag with the, the scene with Gamble, but it wasn't a body bag. It was a trash bag. They just blew it out of proportion.
2: Oh, right, yeah, cuz I was thinking oh, that's a bit of a spoiler saying Joker's in a body bag. I assume I assumed he was gonna die But there was no need to have to kill Joker cuz he fledged died, you know, there's no need for that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's I can get in an argument for that like all day long. I mean cuz I mean the Joker he's playing the Joker character Joker's not gonna die
2: Yeah, I heard someone interview, it might have been MTV or someone like that, someone quite official saying, talking to one of the producers or the writers saying, don't you wish you could go back and change it so Harvey Dent was still alive and the Joker died, and said, well, no, that wasn't the story. It's not about the actors, it's about the stories and the characters. Yeah. By the way, great final speech by Keith Fledger there. Yeah. And I, re- I remember thinking after that going, oh, I, th- I hope Joker comes back again. I hope that's not it. But it was.
0: I like how you just stay laughing right there. <laughs>
1: into the scene okay there's a couple things that I'm not understanding okay they said there's about six months this has happened between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight why is there no baby uh, oh, sorry yeah. you're
2: talking about Barbara Gordon
1: yeah I mean in the first one Gordon's wife was feeding a baby now the kids are old enough to walk around obviously probably like at least five years old
0: yeah, the um, I remember was it Christopher Nolan or David Gore said that that was a mistake on their part and they had to correct it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Which oh, oh, kind oh, of works because me. I mean they could sit there and say that it was as simple as uh, they, uh, it, she, you know, the, the wife was babysitting.
0: Yeah, no, they they took responsibility for that. <laughs> they were like, oh, we kind of messed that up. <laughs>
2: Now, I mean, I know they, I know they hint at the fact you said it's like six months since Batman begins. But is there any indication that it couldn't have been five years? I mean, is there any reason it couldn't be five years?
0: Mm, no, I think the we had found that out at the the courtroom sometime when uh, right before uh, uh, Harvey Dent was going to get shot. I think they preluded to like a since a six month type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I
1: think it was that whole scene where like they were talking about the Batman being in one place and uh or the Batman being an outlaw and then they it was that sequence at the very beginning where they're like going all over the place and they show the streets and the cop looking up at the bad signal and then Ramirez and Gordon on the roof looking at the bad signal. Yeah. That cheek is so messed up.
0: Yeah, it is. I'm like, dude, man, you're getting that infected. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, I'm, I must admit, when I first saw this film, at this point in time, I was thinking, right, okay, Two-Face is going to be the villain for Batman 3. And I was very shocked that, he, that they killed him off.
1: This music was crazy. It was like, I was creeped out when I heard this music.
3: (laughs) Yes, just,
2: I mean, talking about the music briefly, I do think this uh, score was a bit... uh, I like Batman Begins, but I thought this score improved on that. And I mean, it kept... It was interesting because it kept... It built on themes that developed in Batman Begins.
0: I like I like when Two uh, Two Faces is just, like holding the boy's head. Like that will be okay.
1: See, I don't think they really needed to show the coin go on that side. I don't think that was needed.
2: Does it go on the good or bad side? It I goes on remember.
0: the good side. Good. I went on hmm. the good side.
2: Does that mean anything?
0: Well, it's supposed to be a prelude that everything would have been alright even if Batman didn't interrupt.
1: Right, but it, it, to me it's just like... We, it would have landed different higher up in his hand, all that.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, looking at this now, I just can't see a way they can bring Two Face back no. without everyone going, "Oh, well, that's stupid." That's yeah. unrealistic.
1: Especially with the little sequence where they have like the memorial for him and all that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact he's lying dead in front of them for a good two, three minutes without breathing—that's not a good sign. And as you said, they have a funeral and everything.
1: You know, I gotta say that when this movie came out, I stared at the scene trying to figure out if he was breathing or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not. And you know, the thing is that, that that doesn't look like very high from where they fell. But, I mean, if he had just hit him and I can understand what if he landed on his neck or something, then it broke, then okay, I'll mm. buy that.
1: But see, here's the problem. Like, this is the thing. He says, you can't sweep it under the rug. They're talking about what Harvey killed. How, I don't, this is where I, I think myself and a ton of other people misunderstood this whole situation. One, how does Gordon know that Harvey killed those people? And two, how is it that he's saying Harvey has something to do with the five people that had to die because Batman didn't take off his mask there's that's what doesn't make any sense it's
2: not, it's not very clear um, and I swear during
1: it? the BD live there was something refresh my memory but wasn't there something where they said during that during the scene someone asked that question about the five people and I thought they said that they alluded to something that they were going to show in the next film
0: yes uh, in the BD live event of the DVD they said that uh, a I, I believe it was a a guy who had a, actually asked and he said what about the five people that y'all have mentioned harvey dent killing and then we're gonna do like the cover-up and then that's when christopher nolan already had talked about batman 3 saying in the next film they will go ahead and uh and uh kind of explain that
1: right so it's so that's the thing all of that didn't like that's why none of that made sense to me.
2: I mean, I, I think uh, Goya and Nolan are such talented uh, storytellers that they wouldn't leave it as confusing as this unless there was more to tell.
0: Yeah, and so and, and I think be, I
2: think there's a there's more mystery to be solved here.
0: And, and it could be that it, it's becoming a part of their signature, where they wrap up some of the story in the next movie, like they did with Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean,
1: actually, actually, can, that's actually a counting, thought right there. Like a flashback yeah. or something so that he is in the third movie.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of sad that, like, the end of the movie, Batman's, like, hobbling around trying to get to his bike so he can just get out of there.
2: Yeah, I wonder how it would be in Batman 3 if they continue that with the police being, you know, chasing him everywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, it would be cool. I don't understand the, how Commissioner Gordon would do what he does. I mean, the reality of it is that only Commissioner Gordon and his family and Batman know the truth about Harvey Dent. There is nobody else well, in Joker. Yeah. Who's going
2: to believe the Joker? Oh, watching that really... I oh, can't wait for Batman 3. <laughs> <laughs> we want I mean, Dream World, Christopher Nolan comes back. Uh, the Riddler and Black Mask are villains. That'd be nice.
1: Yeah. I could see yeah. that. Uh, one thing, like, I have a feeling there's going to be some female because just the way their movies oh, yeah. were in in the first place like with Begins and and, uh, Dark Knight, I think there's going to be a female. I mean, it'd be awesome if it was Catwoman, and it would still work without the supernatural aspect, but um, I just don't see who else it could be if it wasn't her.
2: Well, some people have mentioned uh, Talia Ghoul.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I wouldn't mind uh, Vicky Vale making an appearance in the next one, but... uh, I would. I really want to see Black Mask. I want Black Mask to come out, and I mean, especially with the the gangs the way they are, just like up in the air right now. I, I think he would be really good to come in and and I guess take control of the Gotham underground.
2: Yeah, I think it's probably those those two, the Riddler and Black Mask, that I think would fit in easiest.
1: Yeah, the the thing that. I think would be interesting, I mean like there has to be a female, even if they brought in like a classic comic book uh, uh, love for uh, for Bruce Wayne, I think it could still work, I just, the problem is that like, without the girl finding out that Batman, or that Bruce is Batman, it just, there's too many things that just like, uh, how does that work? How do you have any closure between that?
2: And you know, also you'd have to make sure they're not just another Rachel. They gotta be different, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, otherwise you have like the situation like we had in Batman and Robin with Julie Madison, where they just completely made it seem like she was um, pretty much nobody of importance.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I I think uh, a love interest would be good. Um, if they if they don't put that, then I wouldn't mind, but. I would eventually love to see Catwoman in one of these, but man, I don't know. It's just, it's just. I know, I know they're probably gonna go for a big name villain. What if it's Catwoman and Black Mask? That would be cool.
1: That would be, especially with the way it plays out in the stories.
3: Yeah.
2: Because I mean, everyone is mentioning the Riddler, and maybe he'll just go against that and not include him because that's what everyone's expecting. Doing something I mean, like Black like... Mask though, Black Mask would be a bit risky because anyone who hasn't read the comics would be like, "Who's that?"
1: But see, any, they could, any... but they could plug in Catwoman to really give the character that somebody uh, that a lot of people know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. still have somebody that like we would know. I mean, they included Zaz in Batman Begins, and they definitely didn't need to do that.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul, I mean, fans, a lot of, well, not, I'm not saying fans, moviegoers didn't even know who Ra's al Ghul was. You know what I mean? I, I, <laughs> I mean, I remember being asked it about Batman Begins, like, who's this character? Who's that character? And then I would have to tell them, okay, they're like this, they're like this. And mm-hmm. I, I can understand, I can't understand that. I mean, but that's good because now fans know who Ra's al Ghul and uh, Scarecrow are really. So, yeah, to do that so, th- for Black Mask it would be nice
2: uh, so yeah my bet is I think you're right I think it would be one big one Catwoman or Riddler and then one more obscure one like Black Mask
1: yeah and, that, and the thing is like the they can't go into the movie thinking that they're going to make as much money as they did with The Dark Knight I mean in my opinion if they made more money than The Dark Knight that's awesome but I mean they can't think that they're going to and try to make a movie to make more money than The Dark Knight. Go and try to make another great movie, like they did with The Dark Knight, and let it go. I would make it more towards the you know, as a great movie that's you know could be eligible for some Oscars again, more so than trying to make it some giant blockbuster. I mean, Warner Brothers is going to want a blockbuster, but but the reality of it is you can't get any you can't get somebody more than that's more popular than the Joker. So you can't compete with that.
0: Yeah exactly exactly and i i i think if people were uh get the chance to get introduced to black mask i think they'll be like whoa this is a cool character you know yeah. and and it's all about opening up batman's world to the people that are not used to seeing you know batman's universe i mean there's these a lot of wonderful characters i mean we all love the joker or we know the joker is like you know the greatest but, I mean, there are a bunch of great other characters. I mean, if they can bring back Zaz and just do a, a – Chris Dola just do, a, like, a psycho thing with him where people are like, oh, crap, you know, you know, he's cutting up people. He's doing whatever to them. You know what I mean? That, that would be so cool, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just, yeah, we got to make sure Warner Brothers do not rush it. You know, take your time. Let Nolan do what he wants. If he's coming back, that is, of course and um just let Nolan do what he wants and give him time as we, we've we said it before we don't want another Batman and Robin we want another Dark Knight so do whatever Nolan wants
1: exactly yeah and on that note I think we're about done with the movie so um as a reminder obviously you can go on to iTunes and leave a review um you can you obviously you probably have found this on iTunes so it'd be nice if you guys could leave a review for the specials um let us know what you think. Email us at podcast at The, the uh, Obviously this is the last movie we are doing for the summer movie series that we were doing for all the commentaries, but we are debating on whether or not we, are, we should continue the commentaries so if you want to see more commentaries what we are asking is that you send us an email. Tell us what you liked about the commentaries and if you want the commentaries. This is this goes for everybody, not just people who aren't on the forums. Even if you are on the forums, send us an email and let us know if you want to see more commentaries. And that's what will that's how we will determine whether or not we have more commentaries in the future. Maybe we'll do the animated movies, T V shows, stuff like that. But it's up to you guys and how much response we get in our email box to decide whether or not to keep doing the commentaries.
0: Right. I mean it's it's a lot of fun. But, guys, there's a a lot more stuff if y'all want us to do that. I mean, we're more than happy to do it for you guys.
2: Yeah, Mask of the Phantasm next, please. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, Make sure you log on to the forums, check out the website. Also, check out the new blog where you can leave comments and all kinds of other stuff. So this is Dustin.
2: This is Apple. This is Nick.
1: You've been listening to the Batman Universe specials with the Dark Knight commentary. We'll see you guys next time.
0: Take care, guys. See ya. Tune in tomorrow, same bat time...